Welcome to season four of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. Over the past three years, we've been featuring exciting guests, real conversations, and actions you can take to reach the biggest possible audience for your work. We'll continue that this season, and we're taking it up a notch as we seek to bring you cutting-edge insights not only about marketing, but about all aspects of your journey as an author. We can't wait to share everything you'll need to be successful in spreading your important work with the world. I'm Becky Robinson, your host for the Book Marketing Action Podcast. I'm also the founder and CEO of Weaving Influence, the author of Reach, Create the Biggest Possible Audience for Your Message, Book, or Cause, and a strategic book marketer, avid reader, runner, mom, and wife. Thank you for choosing to learn with me, and I hope you'll take action as a result of listening to this show. If you benefit from the show, please subscribe, rate, and review to help us reach more listeners. Also, be sure to visit weavinginfluence.com and click the blog tab to find all the notes and links for each show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Book Marketing Action Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Robinson, and I am so thrilled today to have the chance to meet and talk with Sally Halderson. She works for Porchlight Books, and we bumped this episode up in our queue so that we could tell you all about the Porchlight Book Awards and also about Porchlight Books and what it's like for an author to work with a bulk retailer. So welcome, Sally, and I would love it if you would take a moment to let us know about yourself and your work in the world and about the work of Porchlight Books. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. I am really excited to be here. I like nothing more than to talk about books. And honestly, I have been in the book business in some version or another uh, most of my life, just as a um, young girl, I loved books, and I was the introvert who read um, thick novels into into the late night, and then went to school, and I have my master's degree in uh, English and creative writing, which led me to look for a books, bookstore-type job, publishing job, right out of grad school, and I joined a company in Milwaukee, we are in Milwaukee, um, called Schwartz Business Books. And Schwartz Business Books was a sister company to the Schwartz Bookstores, the Harry W. Schwartz Bookstores, that was a small independent bookstore chain here in Milwaukee, where there were actual brick-and-mortar storefronts. And so we operated in the back room of the administrative business um, offices, and we started selling in bulk as opposed to single copies in the bookstore. And so eventually Schwartz Business Books, that was uh, run by my mentor, Jack Covert, became 800 CEO Read, where we started to focus more solely on business books specifically. And as someone who loved literature as a kid, I never would have expected falling in love with a genre um that was strictly a nonfiction, generally speaking, and that really spoke to how businesses run, how organizations run, what the potential is for businesses and organizations to be better and thus improve the lives of, of people. And then ultimately, uh, in 2019, we rebranded to Porchlight Book Company and, uh, we use the imagery of a porch light because it is an invitation to enter. 
It is welcome to everyone. And what we learned was that even though business books do specifically speak to business and business people, business is also a lifestyle. And there are people who are very interested in so many other topics and so many other um, public concerns and so many ways to be strivers and to um, better themselves that we really started offering books in bulk in so many different subgenres to business books. So that has brought us to today where we are Porchlight Book Company and we are a bulk book retailer in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So for those who might be brand new to this kind of language, can you just very simply again explain what you mean by being a bulk book retailer? Sure. Uh, One of the advantages, of course, of working in as a bulk retailer is the fact that um, we serve authors, for example, who have platforms, right? They already have built up an audience or they have a network of people or they have a speaking um, calendar where they are traveling all over the world, giving speaking events. Um, Obviously that's changed over the years and we do a lot more on our computers, but essentially Those people, those authors, and the people that need their books, the corporations, the organizations, the uh, affiliate groups, the affinity groups, all want to buy books in bulk, and they want them at a discount, which is, because retail is retail, um, you can often buy them at a better discount if you get them um, in bulk. So that is something we offer at the most basic level. Then what we have learned over the years is that um, books are more than just the book. They are the experience of seeing the speaker. They are the experience of gathering ideas, of learning something new. We all know how um, our bookshelves in our homes represent who we are, and the bookshelves at our desks uh, sort of symbolize what we know and what we do. And so books can take on so much more about that. It's a, it's sort of a handing off of ideas from the author to the reader. And that interchange can um, also involve a lot more than just the handoff of the book. It can, it can be uh, customized in many different ways. You can do pre-orders, you can do package books, you can do a lot of things that make that book even more special and um, sort of a, a token that they can take with them past the event. That's really helpful, Sally. So um, the reason why we're releasing this episode in September is because the Porchlight Book Awards have a deadline of October 1st. Yeah. So for those who might be listening who have a book um, and they're interested in the Porchlight Book Awards, can you share about about the awards and about the changes that have been happening this year. Yeah, um, we have been holding the uh, book awards, a business book awards um, event. And for about 17 years, we took um, a couple years off, maybe during the recession, but it's been 17 years of doing this book award that exists to recognize the best books published every year and all the people who help bring them to life. And while the books we choose don't always fit neatly into a business genre, there are ones we believe in that fit within uh, eight different categories. 
So what we do um, in typically October of every year, we open up our business book awards to submissions. And those submissions can come from authors. They can come from publishers, publicists, agents. And we have people submit their books. We also pay attention to the lists of books that we know are out there. And if for some reason someone doesn't hear the call and doesn't submit the book and that's something that we really love and we already know about, we will also pursue that and um, reach out to make sure that people know about the book awards. Um, but those books can be submitted in eight categories. They are leadership and strategy, management and workplace culture, marketing and communications, sales and influence, innovation and creativity, personal development and human behavior, current events and public affairs, narrative and biography, and big ideas and new perspectives. So generally speaking, the authors and the publishers know their category the best. Every once in a while, we do feel like a book might fit into a different category. And during that time from October, when books are submitted to January, um, our editorial team, including leadership in our company, uh, go over all of the books submitted. We sometimes have 600, 700 books submitted, and we go through these categories and um, reflect on the quality of the book, the quality of the idea, and to some degree, the accessibility or the readability of the book. Like it, we want really good quality uh, new ideas out there. So we take a look at that. And historically, we have picked a long list of books that are 40 of the best books of those 600, 700 books. So we pick 40. Then we narrow that down to a short list of the top book in each category with one winner. Now, I have to say, that's changed this year. We have made um, a what for us is a very big change and I think is a big change for people who regard awards to be about a winner. And even though we have in the past had winners and we really believe in those books, we also feel now that it is better and more accurate to see books as in conversation with one another rather than in competition with one another. And eliminating those category winners will put the 40 books that we choose on an equal footing and let readers decide for themselves which is the best book for them. So reading is not a zero-sum game. When you read a book, it doesn't mean you won't read another book. And in fact, most of the time, a book leads you to another book. And it's that laddering effect that makes learning so exciting. And so for us to cap off a year and say, this is the book of the year for all of the reasons that we think it is. Another book may be more meaningful, may speak more directly um, to the reader than the one that we chose. And so we feel like that conversation is incredibly valuable at this time, especially at a time when we have a tendency to isolate ourselves, feel isolated, uh, isolate ideas in, in sort of binary ways. We really want to have this deep conversation about um, business books of all types. That's so powerful. So let me make sure I'm getting this correctly, Sally. So um, Porchlight 
has moved from uh, the long list to the short list, and instead uh, you will select a certain number of books in every category as as the books receiving the awards this year. So is it five? Yep, per five category books for each category, forty total. Yep. And when will those be announced for the 2023 awards? The date has not yet been set for the long list, but our awards will be finalized and our um, event that we hold will be on January 31st. So you can watch out on our blog for all of the announcements for, for dates. And is that open to any book that's being published in 2023, even books that have yet to be released? Yes. Yes, up until um, the last day of the year, any of those books can be included. And in fact, we one of the big changes in addition to um, how we're regarding uh, the top books is that historically we have had publishers, authors, agents, etc. submit two hard copies to us in order to actually submit that book so that we had one to review and then one for um, various other um library reasons and and cataloging. So this year we are not requiring people to submit two copies and instead uh, digital copies are fine. We can go out and, um, you know, get digital copies off Edelweiss or any other kind of medium. And we're doing that primarily because we want to streamline the process for the people who are submitting the books but we also want to reduce the carbon footprint that is required for um, submitting 600 to 700 books. And we don't need to participate in that. We have better ways of uh, doing that through technology. So um, the submission process is really easy. It's on our blog and um, nothing needs to be sent. And um, we make it accessible to everyone with a book in 2023. And we will include all of those links in our show notes for those who are listening. You can find the show notes at weavinginfluence.com if you click our blog and resources tab. So we'll make sure that you have uh, that accessible to you. Um, and one more question about that, Sally. So are the awards open to both independently or like self-published authors and traditionally published authors? They what, if any, requirements? Are. Yep, they absolutely are. Um, they need to have an ISBN. That's all. Awesome. Okay. Um, so thank you so much for sharing with us about the awards. For those of you who are interested in learning more about book awards in general, we did have an episode earlier this year where we talked about the benefit of applying for awards and how those can help you with your marketing. So I would encourage you to go back and check out that episode as well. So let's talk uh, more generally about what it's like for authors to work with Porchlight as a bulk retailer. So what are some of the benefits of working with Porchlight Books as a bulk retailer? Sure. The Perhaps the biggest way we support authors is by offering our human experience and expertise to them in all sorts of different ways, by giving authors someone or multiple someones to talk to about the birth and life of their book. Do you want to talk book launch strategy six months before publication you can talk to our sales team. They'll give you the ins and outs of all of the books that, you know, we've been working with. Um, I'd, I, if I were to add up the experience of our sales team, we're in the, you know, 40, 50 years of experience. We have worked with so many books and so many authors. So we have so many case studies and examples of the ways 
that authors can very early on, even before the book is in hand, start working on their platform, start working to develop their audience, start working on that plan to get those books into the hands of readers. If you're speaking, if you already have speaking engagements, you're speaking around the country or you have, um, you know, you're in, you're part of an organization where you need that kind of distribution um, all over the world and need to get books lined up and delivered for every single event or for every book club <laughs> meeting. Um, you can talk to our customer service team that has even more years of experience. At uh, Porchlight, many of us have been there uh, between 20 and 25 years, and we have this core team of really experienced people to talk with and consult with. And then we have a lot of fresh people who have all the, like, fresh new ideas um, who will come and uh, bring some of that, the newer knowledge to bear. And um, if you're hoping to get your book in front of an audience of avid readers, bulk book buyers, and publishing industry professionals, you can talk with our marketing department and uh, get them a copy of your book and talk to them about how we can help. And we do offer many different ways to um, create marketing material and promotional material for your book. We have reviews. We have giveaways. We publish excerpts. We invite authors to come and um, write Change this manifestos, which can be sort of a riff off a part of the book. We prefer to have uh, fresh material and not just republish an excerpt on change this. But our change this site is really about uh, bringing fresh new ideas um, that authors have that can really they can use that to then promote their book that's coming later on. Um, and we have the book awards. And so we offer a lot of different opportunities for uh, authors to build that catalog of materials for their book. So just a quick side note, when my book came out in 2022, I did work with Porchlight and I did a change this manifesto. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes so that you can see an example of uh, what is possible with the change this manifesto that Porchlight will partner with you to create. So I'm curious, Sally, to hear what advice you'd give to authors who are interested in working with Porchlight or potentially other bulk retailers. I think the biggest piece of advice that I would get is to start early. And there's a lot of discourse among authors in particular, right, about um, the expectations that they have for or the dreams that they have about how their book will sell, um, but also their expectations of what, say, a traditional publisher might do for them in terms of promotion, uh, what a paid publicist might do. And I think that one of the things that any author needs to think about really early on is building that platform, building that network, uh, whether it's, you know, building a social media presence or using Substack or <laughs> blogging, all of the ways that you get those eyeballs looking at your materials so that you can then turn those into pre-orders. Like we all know about pre-orders in Amazon and how that works, but that also is true for bulk retailers as well. It's better for us to know how much demand is out there for a book 
in order for us to give the best advice on how to purchase those books, how to distribute those books, what you might, some of the creative ideas that you may um, have for um, making that book really special for all of those people who invested in you early on. And so, you know, as a, a bulk book retailer, we obviously buy in bulk and we ship in bulk and we customize in bulk. And that bulk number has to come from somewhere, right? So it's really important for authors to um, be out there self-promoting as hard as it is, learning all of the things that 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 you're out there teaching them to really um, make sure that there's an audience out there. And then whatever crazy idea you come up with to uh, make that book really special, we can help with that with our customization services. We can help with that to make sure that the books get where they need to be when they need to be there. But it is really important that, that, that authors come to us with the platform, come early, have that conversation with our sales team. Find out, you know, what are all of my options? What's the best way for me to um, get notice? What's the best way for me to get those numbers up? And that's really where we can help early on, and that makes all the difference. So I know that there are some special services, Sally, that authors of mine have taken advantage of as it relates to corporate orders, particularly in our new kind of distributed work environments where an organization might not be all together in person, that, that books can be shipped in bulk to the headquarters. So can you talk for a moment, Sally, about how Porchlight is helping authors who may want to get bulk sales to organizations who have a dispersed workforce? Absolutely. And isn't that an issue that so many organizations are facing and so many authors, too, and so many readers? And ultimately, we offer a few different options. I can give a couple examples. One of them is just having an individual mailing list, which, you know, if you have a thousand people on your newsletter list um, and you want to gift your book to those thousand people, we can take care of that. We can we can obtain the thousand books, we can warehouse them, and then we can individually package them. Many people also then want to put a thank you letter in. We can do a tip-in page, we can do a belly band, we can do a special boxing. Um, we've had people include gifts. Um, we've had people include something thematic, maybe two books. Maybe you have um, a book in paperback that you want to include with it. Maybe you want to, you want, um, to give an extra book so that someone can share your idea. So there's any number of ways that you can work that individual mailing option. And then we also do a customized website or a custom checkout. So early on, um, when we're talking about, you know, building audience, building those pre-orders, we can customize a web page that has your book and your, and your message and any of the customization um, aspects that I just mentioned. And people can come on and order those books ahead of time. They can use their credit card. They can prepay if it's an organization um, so that when the book actually comes out, we can either ship it in bulk, we can ship it individual again, um, but we can collect those names for you if you do not have a way to do that and manage that uh, checkout process so that you're not worrying about that either. And we can do that for back of room sales. We can do that for um, speaking of uh, engagements. Um, and ultimately, the last thing I would say about that is there are always new scenarios 
there we are we consider ourselves to be problem solvers. We want authors and publishers and publicists and agents to come to us and ask us, you know, this this person wants this thing. Do you think you could do that? And we're like, sure, we'll we'll give that a shot. Let's figure out a solution for you in order to make that happen. And that's what informs our services and allows us to offer such a custom experience for people. So if anything I didn't mention, anything that I um, is outside of what I mentioned, you're like, oh, I have this idea. We would love to hear it because we would love to make that happen for an author or an organization. So I love hearing um, that Porchlight wants to help authors solve problems and ignite creative ideas. So that's pretty powerful. Um, I know from my experience in supporting authors that quite often authors will come to Porchlight when they have a goal to make a bestseller list like the Wall Street Journal list. So if authors are listening who have that aspiration, what do they need to know about partnering with Porchlight as they are working toward that goal? The bestseller list is um, in some ways a very intricate proposition for authors, right? The What seems very straightforward with selling a large number of books, uh, usually the first week of launch, can actually take a lot of pre-planning. And that may be, again, we've, you know, we're going to hammer this a lot about that um, pre-audience, like that audience that you're building, that platform you're building, the recognition, the um, attention that you're building for your book starts to drive that demand in the first week or two of your book sales. And we can certainly help with um, handling those orders. We report to all of the bestseller lists, but of course we don't control them. So we don't, we can't guarantee any kinds of results, but I think it's very important. Again, our um, sales team can talk authors through the process and all of the, the, contingencies that happen with bestseller lists and ultimately um, do our best to advise authors, even if sometimes the advice is not to only work with Porchlight, but to have this kind of engagement with more than one bookstore, which often is part of what we want to see in terms of bestseller lists. So it's really important to have that early conversation. It We will be the first ones to tell you um, what we think your best approach is. We'll also be um, honest if we are not the people to help um, and really try to give that kind of honest advice because the bestseller list, while a common aspiration, can be an uncertain um, finish line to cross. And so we are really happy to help um, authors navigate that. Thank you for that um, open and honest guidance. Um, I'm curious to hear for an author who aspires to a bestseller list, what does starting early look like? Do we need to talk to Porchlight six months in advance, nine months in advance? In an ideal world, when would the first conversation happen? Six months of advance is is a good place to be because you have your contract, you have your dates. Um, you know whether you're a platform author, right? Um, as a writer myself, I know that I am not a platform author. <laughs> I have not been the person who has been self-promoting my work 
and driving those views on social media or having or using a newsletter to reach out and um, offer my ideas to uh, the public, to new readers. And so one thing I think is really important is that authors understand who they are. Right. And what they and have reasonable expectations for how they're able to leverage their book. And I once had an author who we worked with um, tell me that. Your book finds an audience, right, like like your book is the thing that connects to people and you want to make sure you get that um, engagement started as early as possible. Doesn't mean that you can't do it now, right? You can't invest in all of those ways that you can get the word out, where you can get coverage, where you can get promotion. But first know yourself, right? And then have that conversation with us that says, you know, I want, I want my book to be selling for the next 10 years. I don't care about the bestseller list. I just want my idea to reach the right people. We'll give you a strategy for that. I want the big push on that first, those first two weeks so that I have, a, um, so I can start booking those uh, speaking engagements because I really want to meet the people who I want to spread my ideas to. So we'll talk about that too. So in some ways it really depends on whether you've made a career of, of sort of building your platform or you're starting fresh. And it doesn't mean that if your book's coming out tomorrow, we won't still have that conversation with you about ways that you can, um, get the word out for your book. Thank you so much, Sally. Um, talking to you feels like talking to an old friend. I feel like we have so many similar beliefs and ideals and, uh, uh, I'm, I'm excited to meet someone new at Porchlight. So at the end of every episode of the book marketing action podcast, we always want to give our listeners some actionable steps that they can take to share their book in a larger way. And the first and most obvious action step today is if you're an author who has released a business book in one of the categories that Sally mentioned earlier on, we would invite you to visit Porchlight's website to find out about submitting your book for this year's awards. So visit Porchlight Books website to find out about the deadlines, but please take action today because that deadline is coming up soon. The second action step that I have for you today um, might be unexpected, but earlier when Sally was talking about the way that Porchlight has re-envisioned their awards, she mentioned that uh, the reason why they are moving away from selecting one winner and are instead selecting five per category is that books can be in conversation with each other. And other p- books in your genre are not competition for your book, but instead they're complementary because one book can lead to other books. So my challenge for you today is to identify three or four other books that could be in conversation with yours and consider whether or not you could reach out to the authors of those other books to find ways to collaborate and cross-promote. So that is your second action step for today. And in in the event that you follow through on that action step, I would always love to hear about your progress. And you can email me, Becky, at weavinginfluence.com to share those details. So before we wrap up today, though, I want Sally to have a chance to let uh, you know the best ways to stay connected to everything that's happening at Porchlight. You can absolutely uh, follow along with us at our website, porchlightbooks.com. 
And we have a blog. We have all of the information about the awards. We are on um, the major social media channels. We are on Facebook. We are on LinkedIn. We are in um, on Instagram. And we also have an author series on YouTube, which I highly recommend. Um, I get to interview super interesting um, authors. I just had an interview with um, Amy Edmondson, who uh, is a Harvard professor who wrote writes about uh, psychological safety in the workplace and also writes about um, her new book is about failure and the right kind of failure. And uh, it's a great um, interview with her. So you can check us out on YouTube as well. Perfect. Thank you so much, Sally, for investing time with me today. And uh, for those of you who are listening, again, we um, encourage you to check out the links in the show notes. And if you ever have any suggestions for topic ideas, we are beginning to plan our fifth season of this podcast. So I'd love to hear from you. Take care. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Book Marketing Action Podcast. If you haven't already, I hope you'll buy a copy of my new book, Reach. Create the biggest possible audience for your message, book, or cause. When you buy the book, you'll unlock a free course of REACH resources with more than 50 additional learning resources available exclusively for those who buy the book. Find out more and find links to buy the book at beckyrobinson.com forward slash book. If you've already read the book, I'd appreciate an Amazon review. Thanks. Thanks.